And now, our feature presentation. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition, a very special edition of Feature Presentation. My name is Frankie Fiermonti, and joining me are my co-hosts, Chris Prakowski. Hey, how's it going? And Mike Hawkins. Hi, Frank. And this is a very special edition of the pod because, as you all know, yesterday, or mere hours ago, because we're probably releasing at midnight, was the Oscars. I can't believe that one, and I can't believe that got upset. We'll fill that in in post. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, By the way, boys, you know what I forgot? And I'm totally going to leave this part in. Forgot to put the stuff on the soundboard, so we'll start that next time. We don't need to listen. We're doing an Oscars episode. We don't need soundboard. We don't need gimmicks. Yeah. Just pure, hard opinions. So last week, we closed out by saying that this would be, or two weeks ago, we closed out by saying that this would be our predictions on the Oscars after they happen. That's not what (laughs) we're doing. That's not what it is. We changed changed it. Chris, you want to explain? Called an audible. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, that was something that we were going to do, but then Mike had a, a a very good point, which was, why would you guys care about who we think will win after it's already happened? Uh, so what we're going to do instead is we each uh, put together our own ballots for the six big categories. Uh, best picture, best director, best actress, best actor, best supporting actress, and best supporting actor. Uh, So we each put together our own ballots, and we are going to talk about our own ballots of who we would have nominated and who we we would have win, right? You guys have winners as well, right? I do. Naturally. Okay. Yeah, I do too. Mike, you got winners? Eh, We'll figure it out. All right. I do. There is... I, I do have one that I think is going to be a game time decision. I have like I have it highlighted who I think, yeah. but I might change my mind mm. while we talk about them. Yeah, um, I, I I'm I'm with you there on a couple. Yeah, I have a couple of toss ups. Um, also, I have for each category, I have a nice, fun, honorable mention. But we'll I. Get- I- for for several categories, I have about six honorable mentions. Jesus it's Christ! A good dude. year for film. <laughs> I have no honorable mentions. I saw seven movies, so I had to really <laughs> narrow it down. All right, so let's get right into it. Our first category is tonight, boys. Best supporting actor. Um, I'll go first since I'm talking still. So I have it in. Order, uh, I have it in alphabetical order by the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that, that's how I'm, it's no particular order other mm-hmm. than that. that. That's my order is alphabetical by movie title. Well, mine are going to be in actors. order of dramatic effect. Okay. That, I mean, that works for you. All right. So for supporting actor, I have my, uh, let's start. My honorable mention is Paul Dano as Edward Nashton slash the Riddler in the Ooh. Batman. But we'll see, you'll see where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Supporting actor, I have Brendan Gleeson as Colm from The Banshees of Inisherin. I have Colin Farrell as Oswald Oz Cobblepot, the Penguin from The Batman. 
I have Key Huey Kwan, Wayman Wang, everyone, everything, everywhere, all at once. I have Paul Dano as Burt Fableman from the Fablemans. So he got he almost got on here twice. Yeah. And I have Miles Teller as Lieutenant Bradley Bradshaw, aka Rooster from Top Gun Maverick. It's a good as performance. I saw a whole bunch of movies, not too many films <laughs> this year. So we're that's gonna be a theme going forward, boys. Um that said. I kind of, this one was a little bit easier than I thought it would be. It kind of came mm. down to two performances for me, even though I ha- obviously had to fill out the ballot of five and I gave my honorable mention. Um, I, 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 I like where, who I chose to win. Um, that said, it really was a two horse race for this one for me. Um, I mean, I, I think this was a incredibly stacked field. It's an for, incredible uh, supporting actor. It's um, an incredible year. Yeah, I know that yeah. there's definitely uh, a couple that we're going to overlap on. Uh, but granted, Frank, there's only one that you and I overlapped on. So mm-hmm. I guess I'll uh, I'll go ahead and say mine. Um, I have Kihi Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. I have Tim Roth for Resurrection. I have mm-hmm. Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans. I have Barry Keoghan for Banshees of Inisherin. Hmm. And lastly, I have Dark Shark for Jackass Forever. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans. I, I can't believe I forgot to put that as another honorable mention. Oh, he's incredible. Incredible. It was yeah. incredible. I'm so mad I forgot to put that. That at least deserved an honorable mention. Um, it at least deserves a win. I mean, I, I'm not arguing with that. I... I I fully support your decision if that's the way you went. Mm-hmm. I think I Chris is it. changing his. Look at him. He's changing his no, list. No, I'm not. I'm just looking at my list. Right, well, Chris, is wonder- Chris is wondering how many of the six uh, honorable mentions should be from the Fablemans now. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, uh, well, you could you could have the Aryan bully. He he would should get a <laughs> shout. Uh, you could have the kid in the war movie who who cries and can't stop uh, can't stop walking. He that should get a shout. Uh, yeah, um, no, but my you know, honorable Chris, before, mentions. Before you, just before yeah, sorry, you sorry, read, sorry. Before you read yours, do you have Rogan? I, I held him off, but it's an incredible. He's so. We talked about it. Uh, I think in our first episode back, but he's so effective in in dramas like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I love the performance. I love him, but yeah, I I, I did hold him off. Um, my honorable mentions. Paul Dano, the Batman. Next. Holy God, what are you showing me here? Come on! Colin Farrell, the Batman. Judd Hirsch, the Fablemans. Nicholas Holt, the Menu. An incredible smarmy piece of shit loser. Uh, Miles Teller, (laughs) Top Gun Maverick. Uh, He made, he was likable. He was a likable person in that thing. And I'm... Stephen Yun, nope. Those are my oh. honorable mentions. Ooh, good one. These were they. They all could have been in my in my top five. So here is my top five for supporting actor. My actual nominees: Paul Dano, The Fablemans. I think he's the best performance in the movie. Brendan Gleeson, The Banshees of Inisherin. Anthony Hopkins, Armageddon Time. Reminded me of my grandpa. Justin Long. Barbarian. 
a movie I really, really despise, but a performance Boo. I've thought about for months. Uh, and Ki Hui Kwan, everything, everywhere, all at once. All right, so we all overlapped. We on all the, have. We all have Kwan. Yeah, you guys overlapped on uh, Gleason. On Gleason. And Brendan Gleason. Yeah. Can I Gleason. Have and, and then just and Chris and I overlapped on uh, on Hirsch. But what's that, Frank? Oh, well, Mike, Hirsch so is in my in my honorable mention. Oh, you fool! Yeah. What's that, Frank? So Brendan Gleeson, can I ask? Did he just not make your cut, or do you have him as a lead actor? Because I was kind of debating between he, the two with him. I feel like, but for me, he's a supporting character to Colin Farrell. He didn't make my cut. He uh, first hmm. of all, I think that movie is inc- movie is incredible. I love it. That yes, movie. yeah, um, it's my number he's three. Tremendous. It's tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoiler alert. There's four tremendous performances in that movie. And out of those four, I would probably put him at number four. And wow. that's not at all a knock on him because he's incredible in it. I think it's just a testament to how good the other three are. So someone, Interesting. someone had to not make the cut. And that ended up being him because he didn't make the cut here, but he did make the cut when he cut off all his fingers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So I... I, I have, in terms of those four performances in that movie, I've got Keegan at four, like, by That's a long That's because you hate shot. him. I'm just not a fan. I thought he was you hate him. good in it. I don't know. I, so I also have him at four. In that movie, yeah. Along, along the same lines of Mike's thinking of Brendan Gleeson, where he's incredible. I love it. It's great. It's a great performance. But I have Young Barry at probably my fourth favorite out of the hmm. three. That said, Brendan Gleeson's probably my third favorite out of the the four performances, and he's still, uh, to get into it, my winner for Best Supporting Actor, Brendan Gleeson, Banshees hmm. of Sharon. I love it. It was between him and, and Dano for Fablemans, which also, shout out hmm. to Dano, almost making the list twice. Great year for him. Yeah. yeah tremendous. Yeah. And two hugely two, different roles. Exactly. Com- like, opposite ends of the spectrum and just he was so what? good so I, good in yeah that. as good as he is in fablemans which like i said i think he is quietly the best performance in that movie um there's something very effective of uh him in the batman taking off his mask and being on like his facebook live and be like <laughs> hey guys uh <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill the mayor today. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that dude rules. Paul Dano, so good. Yeah. So Frank, also, you said, oh, gone. I'm sorry. So just to talk about Paul Dano and gush about Paul Dano for another minute. I also like within the last couple of months watched There Will Be Blood for the first time in a long time, and just, okay, like, okay. Uh, it's like, oh yeah, he's been. This great for yeah. as long as he's been a name. Yes, yeah, that, that rules. Yeah, a, a guy who's been snubbed for fifteen years. Yeah, from the Oscars. Yeah, yeah uh, he, Frank, he's so good. You, uh, you say Gleason for you? Gleason's so your winner. I have Brendan Gleason just edging out Paul Dano in Fablemans. Um, <laughs> I, dude, he's just. It's not for as insane of a thing that goes on in that movie. He's just not, he never goes over the top. He's very calm. He's just like, yeah, I just don't want to be friends anymore. Like, it's as simple as that. He's like, I just don't mm-hmm. want to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it no more. 
and he sticks to his guns, and then also spoiler <laughs> alert, chops kills off his fucking fingers. poor little Jenny. Yeah, I was really <laughs> upset. I was really Still upset fair. when he comes home to Jenny dead. Um, Such a good yeah. movie, though. Such a good movie. Yeah. So I I would like to talk a little bit just about the the Justin Long performance in Barbarian. Um, I, again, <laughs> it's a movie I really it's a movie I really don't like. Can uh, Frank, I, have can you I seen really Barbarian? Quick? I have not seen Barbarian. You've not. But really okay. quick, I would like to explain Mike's not eye roll at Chris, but his full head cocked full back. Full head tilting back, yeah. His um, full head roll at Chris wanting to talk about Barbarian. Justin Long in that movie is uh it it really works in terms of the tone shift after he come after he's introduced. Um and just the scene of him uh in the in the basement of this like dungeon of his house with the tape measurement uh, with the tape measure trying to get the square footage to try to see if he can list that on Zillow um, is one of the funniest scenes in years and he plays it so goddamn well um, yeah I I mean it's a, like I said I, I can't say it enough it's a movie I really dislike but uh, he is so astonishingly good in that movie in uh in in the role that he's given mike do you not like him in that at all or do you just hate the movie barbarian no he's good don't like barbarian yeah he's good in it it's just uh i don't know i don't like the movie i don't i don't care to think about it barbarian stinks i've thought about that scene for uh five months so i think my winner is judd hirsch (laughs) uh oh yeah My winner is uh, Ki Hui Kwan. I don't think the movie uh, the the movie rests a lot on Waymond. Um, Absolutely. And so he and just everything of him, you know, coming out of retirement after like twenty years, uh, and giving that performance is the stuff of legend. Yeah, I, I unbelievable. It's, it's a beautiful story. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I tried not to keep it with. Uh, this person's probably winning the Oscar, so I'm, I'm going to give it to him. But I mean, I just I think he's the best supporting performance of the year. That's that's it. Yeah, he's probably my third place after after Brendan and and Paul Dano. Mm-hmm. Like, and again, I I picked five performances. Like, I I could have gone and watched more movies, obviously, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't feel like the reason why I'm I'm comfortable with my picks is because I believe even if I watched more movies, maybe we'd have one or two subs out, but I'm, I'm very comfortable with all the performances I picked. Okay. And he's, he's another one that, yeah, I, I perfectly fine with him actually winning or with anybody that says, yeah, he was better than these two. I, I could see where you're coming from. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's great. And so I let's, hope uh, we see more of them. Yeah. So let's move along to best supporting actress. Okay, uh, Chris, do you want to start since Frank started, or would you like me to? Sure, I, I could start absolutely. Um, my honorable mentions: I've got Angela Bassett for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Uh, her big monologue, I think, is one of the best pieces of acting that the MCU has seen, and it's probably why she got the nomination. Um, Hong Chow in The Menu, and and maybe also The Whale. She's good in The Whale. The Whale's terrible, uh, but The Menu, <laughs> the way that she says. Tortilla. Uh, Chloe East for the Fablemans. 
She is the religious girlfriend. Claire Foy, Women Talking, and Kate Hudson, Glass Onion, and Ives Out Mystery. My actual nominees, Kerry Condon, The Banshees of Inisherin, Anne Hathaway, Armageddon Time. Mm. Oh, you know, I'm going to interrupt you already just because I moved on before we mentioned Anthony Hopkins. Oh, for best sure, supporting sure, actor. Sure. Yeah. And he just missed the cut for me, too. Great. I thought he would be close for you. Yeah. He was close. He didn't make the cut because it was a stacked field and I had to get Dark Shark in there, but he was great. <laughs> anyway, though, I'm, I'm sorry. So go on. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Anne Hathaway, Armageddon Time. Um, Janelle Monet, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Rachel Sennett, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And Michelle. <laughs> All right, we'll 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 get a get a pause to to be able to cut that out. I'm not editing shit. <laughs> I might and... release the video for this episode just for that. <laughs> and I I have her as supporting actress Michelle Williams, The Fablemans. So I reckon I'll just uh, I'll go ahead and and jump right in. Um, I struggled with this category. Uh, Chris, it's, I know yeah. you were saying how yours was so loaded. For me, I feel like a lot of the performances, both that were nominated and just even ones that were like in discussions, mm-hmm. to me, I didn't really see as like best supporting actress performance. Sure. Like I love sure. Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't really see her performance in Everything Everywhere as, as a best supporting actress. I agree. Um, yeah, there, I agree. There's just, and the fact uh, that she might win is she's one of my favorite actresses of all time. The fact she might win for that performance would be one of the all-time like worst wins so with that said uh what i've got is carrie condon for the banshees of Sharon, nina haas for tar sigourney weaver for avatar the way of water lashana lynch for the woman king and rachel Sennett for bodies 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 <laughs> it's a great performance Nice. In a movie that I did not love. No, we just watched it this week, and I really didn't like it all that much. But she, th- how much she's blowing everybody else off screen mm-hmm. in that thing is astounding. I really um, need to watch Bodies, yeah. Bodies, Bodies. She's so she is just such a presence on screen, and she is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she she's she's a star. It's just like not uh, there's not a whole else lot to uh, left to say. Um, there's like Maria Bakalova from Borat in there. Who's not very good in it. Uh, I, I think the whole Borat thing with her might've been a fluke. I think it may have been a fluke as well. There's, um, uh, Amanda Stein, Stenberg, or, or I, I can't remember her last name. I don't have in front of me, but she was good in the hate you give. And I didn't think she was very good in that. Um, but I mean, Rachel Sennett, like I said, is just, is just blowing everybody else off screen. She's so, uh, astoundingly good in that movie. Frank, what you got? So I have Carrie Condon in the Banshees of Inna Sharon, of course. All right, so we all three have so Carrie all over three there. Of us have that. I have Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle slash the Catwoman in The Batman. I do have in my nominees Angela Bassett as Queen Ramonda in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, just because she is probably the best part of that movie easily the best actor in the movie mm-hmm. um stephanie uh you stephanie sue, sue i believe it is sue yeah okay. yeah 
I didn't know if it was the H or not. The I H don't really think it's. Me. I don't think it's Hasu. I, I stuttered. Hasu. Sorry. Oh, excuse me. Isn't <laughs> As uh, Joy Wang slash Jobu Tupaki in Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I, so I think I'm agreeing with Chris. I think Mike might have her as a best actress, and that's why she didn't show up. I don't think um, Mike Michelle has Williams her. as Mitzi, Mitzi Fableman from The Fablemans. Uh, but I, I think you guys are going to like my honorable mention. Kate Blanchett. Spazzatura the monkey, Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, baby. There we go. Now we're really cooking. When when I, I watched, I, when I was making this list, I was like, "Is this really going to be in my? T- I got to do an honorable. I can't. I can't yeah. do it. I got to do an honorable." When movie. when Kate Blanchett as the fucking monkey, watching the making of, oh. and realizing that that's who that was, I almost fell off my chair. Boston. I, I, I saw the casting in on Letterboxd before I watched it, and so we're watching it. Cheater. Maria and I are watching it, and I said to her, uh, "Do you know who's voicing the monkey?" And she goes, "No, who?" And I said, "It's two, it's two time Academy Award winner Kate Blanchett." She, she and she just she kind of pauses for a few seconds and just goes, "Why?" <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> uh, think... everyone has a great reverence for Guillermo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we talked about Paul Dano, two ends of the spectrum for, uh, you know, the Riddler and for um, uh, Bert Fableman. You want to mm-hmm. talk about two ends of the spectrum, Kate Blanchett, Spazator the Monkey, and Woody <laughs> Atar. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just tremendous. So um, do we... Do we all agree that it's Carrie Condon? Yeah, that's my winner. Uh, no. Really? Wow. What do you got? I have Michelle Williams as Mitzi mm. Fableman as my winner. So th- Again, I was really between very those close. two. Yeah. It was very close. It was as close as supporting actor for me. F- Frank, you're, you two. and I are in the same boat there. Yeah. Michelle Williams is has been my favorite actor actress for over a decade. Um, since I first saw her in... Uh, the first thing I saw her in was Blue Valentine. And she absolutely, you know, she blew me away. Um, and I've, she's been my favorite actress since then. Um, I I love her in this movie. Um, I know Mike is not very big on the performance. It is a very big performance. It's a very like hammy, showy performance. But if you've if you've watched the Spielberg documentary on HBO, uh, or if you've ever seen any video of his mother, um, she was like pitch perfect uh Steven Spielberg's mom. Uh his mom was a very like loud like you know big like person, a big personality um and she just kind of like really uh embodied that. I think it's especially the scene after when she finds out when she realizes that she's been having the emotional affair with Benny uh is some of the best work she's done you know in a while. Um but she's I She's just so good. Um, another one, and Mike, I know you you nodded with it when I said it was Anne Hathaway in Armageddon Time. Well, but before you get into yeah. that, just to, oh sorry, because you you mentioned me with um oh yes, I'm sorry. I apologize. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I do think it's a great performance from Michelle Williams. Um, I do think there are times where it's almost too big 
Um, mm. And it's kind of like a juxtaposition with the story. But I do also understand that like it's true to uh, the person that she's playing. Um, yeah, it, it is. It is like a great performance. I mean, a tremendous actress. But there, like, that's not the performance that I walked away from that movie being like, wow. You know, like, there's a couple others that took. Yeah, I've I've got it. one. We'll talk about later. Yeah, yeah, Judd Hirsch. We know. We talked about it. <laughs> So, we did it already. Uh, so Anne Hathaway in uh, no no Armageddon. my lead actress my lead actress is uh, the grandma in the Fablemans. <laughs> um yeah no I absolutely and I I completely get what you what you mean about the juxtaposition of it um but I do think it also plays to uh this woman was clearly like kind of manic and uh, mm-hmm. yeah um. But yeah, uh, for for Anne Hathaway in Armageddon Time, it's a very, uh, it's not a showy performance, but it is, uh, it's 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 like quietly authoritative. Um, and I think I connected with it a lot as well. She reminded me a lot of my mom when my my brother and I were growing up. Um, in ter- in terms of like, uh, I'm you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep uh you know keep putting my neck out for you you know wait till your father gets home, and my brother and I are like, well what what's that mean? What's what's gonna happen then? What's he gonna do? And it's the same uh kind of you know family role that's presented in uh Armageddon Time. Um, she's just a really good actress, and I'm uh, it, it's strange that she doesn't get more roles like that. She doesn't she hasn't done a whole lot of stuff like this since her Oscar. Um, and it's just kind of strange because you see her do stuff like Rachel getting married 15 years ago, which is one of the best performances the last 20 years. Uh, you see her in, you know, I think she's incredible in interstellar. Um, but yeah, she just doesn't get those big roles for whatever reason. And there's like that. Uh, I mean, obviously she had the role of a lifetime in the intern, but, uh, you know, she deserves more. She's a great actress and I think it's a really good performance. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to see if there's anybody else I want to shout out. I don't think either of you had any, I mean, I think Janelle Monet is incredible in glass onion playing I, essentially two you, roles. Yeah. Uh, I have yet to see it. So you haven't seen it yet, Frank. Okay. No, um, and I'm, I'm very nervous. Cause I know everybody either loves it or their mic. So I'm very nervous. I do take, I do as much as it pains me to say, to give him a compliment, but I do mm-hmm. take great credence in Mike's opinions on movies because I we are kindred spirits with many things. We're two sides of the same coin, like it or not. <laughs> yeah, I, she's incredible in Glass Onion. Um, uh, Janelle Monae is also just uh, an unbelievable talent. But um, yeah, I don't know. If there's anybody else I want to shout out on my be- supporting actress, Frank? Is there anybody you want to shout out on your support supporting actress ballot that we haven't talked about yet? Um. No, not really. This was kind of a tough one for me. Like, I think you could tell by the names that I was kind of mm. picking at straws. And also, like, legitimately, Kate Blanchett as Spazzatura almost made my ballot. <laughs> like, well, before we move on, I just want to mention uh, Nina Haas for Tar. I think it's crazy mm. that neither of you had her. Mm. Incredible performance, I thought. I, I'm, I'm. When we get to uh, Best Actress, I'm going to explain part of my Tar thing yeah but well, I, I with... do that is a good shout um also what's um the girl that played uh i forget no i mean marlon 
Yes, yeah, from I was going to say the Lady on yeah, Fire was also yeah, great. I was going to say I had her higher up than Nina Haas personally on 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 my. She, I think it's neck and neck yeah. between those two. Yeah, she almost made my cut. Yeah, and also part of that is because Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I still like mm-hmm. love her from that. Mm-hmm. So that was that was part of her edge from that. Did you guys know that there's a movie where she falls in love with a Ferris wheel? All right, can we continue? Can we record this tomorrow? Because I'm going to go watch that movie right now. <laughs> it's, called, it's called Jumbo. Of course it is. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, so so we. Oh, oh no, Frank did give his winner. It's Michelle Williams in the Fable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, so so Mike, I just want to know because we both have Condon winning. Uh, in the four performances of uh, Banshees, where is she for you? Two. She's one for me. I can't argue with that. She's yeah. absolutely incredible. I, unbelievable. Had never seen her in anything before. Um, and yeah, I I think, I mean, it, it will have already happened yesterday, but uh, I think she may end up getting the win at the Oscars. I'm not sure. A lot of, a lot of people are thinking, obviously, Bassett or Jamie Lee Curtis, because Curtis is getting the, like, industry awards with, like, mm-hmm. SAG and stuff. Um I think those two could cancel each other out. I think Condon might pull it. Wait, after, Chris, especially you said you've after she won the seen her in anything else before. I don't believe I'd ever seen her in anything. You've never seen Avengers Infinity War? Or Avengers mm-hmm. Endgame? Or Spider Man Homecoming? In, or Captain America she, Civil War? Oh, she's the voice of the Age she's of the voice of the Oh my god, she's the voice of uh Tony Stark's Friday. uh stuff. She is yeah. Tony Stark's stuff. She's in th- yeah, you hear this, Frank? Tony Stark's stuff. <laughs> Yeah, the voice of his pen, the voice of his notepad, the voice of his, <laughs> the voice of his car keys. Um, I also see that she's in, she's in three billboards. Three billboards. Who the hell well, is she in three billboards? Well, while Some you figure that out, Pamela. While you figure that out, okay. I'm going to move along to best actress, and uh, okay, I'll start with them because I haven't started with any yet. So my field uh, is the following. Michelle Yeoh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Rebecca Hall, Resurrection. Kate Blanchett, Tar. Andrea Riceboro, for Please Baby Please. And Frankie Corio for After Sun. Okay. I've seen two of those movies. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go next. You got some watching to do, buddy. My list is very different. Mine is Margot Robbie as Nellie Leroy in Babylon, Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Anya Taylor-Joy, Margot Mills in The Menu, uh, Amber Midthunder from Prey. Hell yeah. Love Prey. Great performance. Awesome. Awesome. And Kate Blanchett, Lydia Tarr from Tar. My honorable mention... Even though I have not seen Pearl yet, Mia Goth for X and Pearl as <laughs> my, my honorable Wing. mention for the movie that I haven't seen. And Pearl. <laughs> I mean, she's Pearl in in X, so it kind of works. She's a very sure. different Pearl in X. I got it. I don't listen. I don't care. She's not playing a hundred year old woman in Pearl. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, you didn't oh, watch it. Why won't you fuck me? I watched it yesterday. <laughs> I do have to, I just bought it and so I do have to watch it. But I do what, love X, so that's why she got the nod for the dual. I didn't role, love X. I didn't love I liked it. it a Mike, lot. did you how what did you I thought X was you, fun. I didn't like 
it, it didn't match the hullabaloo for me. You know, like That's everyone was, yeah. was real, like gassed up on it. Uh, but I thought yeah. it was fun. I like Pearl a yeah, lot more. Okay, I Ooh. still have to see Pearl. I wanted to see Pearl before we recorded this because I was curious if she would make my ballot, but alas, I did not see it. She didn't um, make mine, as you heard, but she is really good. Like it's a great performance. Yeah, I, uh, I figured she, she clearly is gonna, you know, if she wants to, she's gonna have something huge at some point. Sure. Hell yeah. How's she in uh, Infinity yeah. Pool? Uh, she's hmm. really good in Infinity Pool. Hmm. Uh, a movie I, I thought was good, not great, but she's like the standout of it easily. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, okay, so my honorable mentions, uh, Tilda Swinton, 3,000 Years of Longing, Anya Taylor-Joy, The Menu, and then my nominees for Best Actress uh, in uh, alphabetical order by last name, Kate Blanchett, Tar, Frankie Corio, After Sun, Kiki Palmer, Nope, Andrea Riseborough, To Leslie, Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. All right, so we've got a couple of different things to talk about here. First of all, Frank, you need to watch After Sun. Yeah, um, you really do. I will talk I, about After Sun. Chris and, uh, I, and, both, and I, yeah. we both nominated uh, Frankie Corio, and something tells me mm-hmm. him and I are also going to have more After Sun nominations. I don't know. I don't mention it so, again. No, I've never. Not, <laughs> not even in life. You're never going to mention it again. Um, but yeah, Frank, somebody, like, will, somebody will say to me, have you seen After Sun? And I'll say, no, I don't think I have. After who? I don't have a son. And uh, Frank, A24 just today put up a Blu-ray to get to our physical media that we never really talk about. Uh, put up a Blu-ray for pre-order today, uh, not to date when we recorded it. But you, you got to check out After Sun. It's tremendous. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Frank, you haven't watched it yet. So again, kind of cutting you out of something. But Chris, the Andrea Riceboro performance in Two Leslie. Just finished Two Leslie. I saw it, like literally right before yeah. we hopped on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tremendous. It's very fresh in the old noodle here. Tremendous. Um, yes. Yeah, so there's all the there was all the hullabaloo. Um, there was a whole lot of like screaming by the internet. I was guilty of it uh, with the uh, two Leslie campaign uh, two days before Oscar nominations were due, um, and so people were like, you know, it, it's it's what is this? This has got to be some kind of uh, you know some kind of like manipulation that that there should be rules against, blah blah blah. And a lot of the people that were posting stuff were like, you know, if you put her at number one in whatever two hundred ballots, she can get in the top five. And so it was like, well, you can't manipulate people like that. And it knocked off people like Viola Davis and Danielle Deadweiler, who had hit every single precursor, and were surely probably on people's ballots. Um, that being said, the nomination is fully deserved. It's one of the best performances of the year or maybe of the last five years. It's an absolutely stunning performance. I think it's maybe the most accurate portrayal of alcoholism, uh, ever depicted on screen. It's a, it's a, uh, uh, truly, it's, it's truly devastating at times, um, the depths I mean, that I, she's I going think, here. Like I, I know you definitely have a tendency to be very hyperbolic with something that you recently consumed, <laughs> but to Do call I? to call that the most accurate portrayal of alcoholism ever on screen when you've been watching Stone Cold Steve Austin for almost thirty <laughs> years is ridiculous. <laughs> Mike, I'm so mad that you had a joke for it because I literally I didn't shake my head at Chris being hyperbolic. I shook my head at me being like. 
Chris, I'm literally on screen for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, besides her performance, though, I thought it was a great movie. It's really, really good. And you know who's you know who's good in it? Marin. Let's say it at the same time. Oh, oh. man. One, Unlock the two. gates. <laughs> Lock the gates. Who are your guys? Who are your guys? Uh, I mean, he might be. Marin's great. Marin is great in Two Leslie. It's like one of those like late nineties. You know, like you would see on VHS at the store, oh, and be totally. like, "Oh, that's like an adult drama." You know, totally. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Like I, um, I went in with no expectations, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, obviously, won't spoil it for Frank who hasn't seen it. But like the last, uh, the last five minutes, like the climax of the film, sobbing. So and but you know I I I don't know how emotional you get in in movies. We've never seen anything together that's like been emotional like that. I get very emotional in movies. You didn't see me weeping at the end of the Batman Godzilla Godzilla versus Kong when Mechagodzilla well, we all, died. Well, the movie was so bad. <laughs> you know, uh, just sobbing. I also want to shout out because I had two nominations for it, and neither of you guys have seen it, and I've mentioned it before. You guys got to watch Resurrection. I yeah, it's been a, it's on my list. I I tried to get it in before we recorded because there's another podcast that we listen to, Mike, that they did their uh, year end award. Their they did their version of the Oscars, and all of them had that performance for uh, Rebecca Hall. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, yeah, I I've had this on my like watch list. I've got to get it uh, in, but I I just I didn't have time. I had her and I had Tim Roth. I think they're both yeah. tremendous. I think it's a great movie. You definitely both need to try to prioritize that and also i would love it because i had the sort of a bit but also genuine of saying andrea riceboro for please baby please um i would love it i would really love it if the two of you would rent please baby please and watch it and report okay. back to me is that actually what her nomination's for or is it for two leslie no it's for please baby please and uh i'm i'm gonna look right now um because, Chris, I know you tend to rent things through Apple, but you also, you know, I think you've also used Vudu and everything. And, Frank, I don't um, know. No, I use Vudu. I use your Vudu. Just when you're using mine. <laughs> All right, I so have here, Mike's login also. All right, yeah. so here's what we'll do then. Because you both have my login, I am willing to shell out the three ninety nine <laughs> to rent it if you both watch it on my Vudu account and okay. report back. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm willing to do that. Yeah, All sure, right, so, absolutely. So absolutely. we'll do that. I'll shell out. <laughs> I'll add it on my watch list. The three ninety nine and how, uh, how long is it good for? I think like seventy two hours. So like oh, if okay. I get it on like I'm, if I I'll, get it on like a Friday, okay. you guys have it for the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah, we say, can I'm, do that. Yeah, I'm literally I'm off this weekend. If Chris, you're trying to do it this weekend. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll uh, uh, I'll buy. It. I'll rent it tomorrow for you freaks. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> very interested to to see your thoughts. I'm also interested um, to see your thoughts on Best Actor. Well, hold on one second. We didn't say our winners, but also oh. I we, we, we both nominated her, but I really want to shout it out. And maybe it's more me being hyperbolic about stuff. Mike, I think Frankie Corio is uh, the, the best, best child that has ever been on the screen. No, it's the it's the best child performance <laughs> since at least at least since um, the Florida Project. The best child performance since Anna Paquin in the piano. Uh, she's tremendous. She really like. The, There's the, so like, much emotional weight that's carrying mm-hmm. on her. It, in it. It, she uh, yeah. whatever she wants to do, 
Like, you know, like if she wants to be like the biggest star in the world, like I think mm-hmm. it'll happen for her. The, yeah. The, the amount of like potential for someone, for, for her so, to show is incredible. Yeah. The, so guys, the, just like the karaoke the whale? scene. Did not think <laughs> I haven't seen the whale. I just the, know she stinks in it. <laughs> no, all right. So here's the thing with the whale: is that character is a very tough cat. It's an. It's literally just like it's written as an evil person, and it's very. It's a very tough character to Wait, play. Wait, no, Chris. What's evil about is... her taking a picture of her father, <laughs> uploading it on Facebook with the caption, "When he dies, there will be a grease fire in hell." You're right. I think she's just a little a little misunderstood. Um, no, that but she's is, also terrible in it. That she's movie also is terrible fucking awful. Yeah, the movie's bad. Um, I'm so happy I didn't see it. The movie's bad. Um, I'll watch it eventually, but I'm so happy I didn't go see yeah. it. So, but, uh, Frank, yeah. there's a thing where, uh, where Brendan Fraser, the, the titular whale, is getting like two extra cheese meatball hoagie subs delivered every day for dinner. And yeah. he like befriends the delivery man through the door. And finally, one day, the delivery man sees him and is like terrified and like runs away and drives off. Yeah, there's also the he's so yeah. large. Yeah, even though he's been bringing him these meatball is, subs every single day. Like, what did you expect? Yeah. Right. There's also the this part Mike, like where, he, where he nearly <laughs> Mike. There's also the part where he nearly chokes to death on one of the meatball subs. Again, this sounds like my last Tuesday. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, right, so we all, we all, oh no, we need winners. I do think there are two. I do think there are two good performances in that movie, but the movie's terrible. Um, like I, I said, think the movie Hon- should not Hon- be recognized for anything. Fair, because it is that bad. Fair. Um, my winner. I, I. All right, listen. I imagine we all have the same winner, right? All right, let's say it on the count of three. One, two, three. Kate the Navi. <laughs> the Navi. All of them. Yeah, obviously it's Kate Blanchett. Yeah, okay. Okay, can I just talk about this real quick? Kate Blanchett know, is my winner. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett is my winner. I think she's the best performance out of all the performances. Out of all the movies I named for this category, all the, the actresses in the movies, probably my least favorite movie out of them. It's still like a I, really? I it four stars. Hmm. I did not love Tar. I thought it was good. Wow. I think that's part of why... Neither one of the supporting actresses made my made my cut. Is more because I just was like, yeah, this is good, but not really my thing. Um, that said, Kate Blanchett is tremendous in it. Um, I think she's better than even Michelle Yeoh, who I probably like. I liked Everything Everywhere All at Once far more than I like Tar. Just and that's personal personal opinion. Um, yeah, like I liked Prey. I liked the menu more. That's just I loved the menu. Ultimate. Yeah, just personally, I did not like I, the menu like, more than I don't Tar. know what it was. I thought it was good. I liked it again. I liked it. I thought it was a very, very good movie, but mm. just not my thing. Okay, which is weird, also because it does have like a nice twist into a psychological thriller, mm-hmm. and it still didn't get me. I think part of it also was the, everybody's hype on it, and part of it was kind of knowing that it was going in that direction, because I ha- I watched it so far after everybody else. So I think that might have been it. I think if, had I seen it earlier, more when everybody had seen it, maybe I would have enjoyed it more. But 
I think that that was a big piece of that for me. That said, spoiler alert, it is one of my Best Picture nominees. Well, I guess we don't have to go over those now. Yeah. We'll just wrap it up here. All right. See you guys later. (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, So Best Actor we'll go over, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Who wants to we'll start? Go back around. I'll start this time. Yeah, okay. yeah we'll go, go around, around the horn. <clears throat> Beautiful. So for best actor, I have Brad Pitt as Jack Conrad in Babylon. I have Colin Fel- Colin Farrell as Paulrick in The Banshees of Inisherin. Of course, I have the Battinson, Robert Pattinson, Bruce Wayne, the Batman. Austin Butler as Elvis Presley and Elvis, and Tom Cruise. As Captain Pete Mitchell, Maverick from Top Gun Maverick. Honorable mention, good shout out to Diego Calva as Manny Torres in Babylon. Also, I thought Babylon ruled, uh, but I was not putting both of them in. And Brad Pitt was definitely my favorite of the two performances. So that's why he got the nod and not the honorable mention. Christopher, what do you got? Okay. Um, my honorable mentions, I have six, uh, are, <laughs> I had a lot of trouble with a lot of these and I didn't, you feel, have honorable I, I, mentions or do you just have mentions? Uh, I guess they're <laughs> mentions. Um, Daniel Craig, glass onion and knives out mystery. Very, very funny. Ray finds the menu. That's uh, a good one. Uh, um, Brennan Fraser, the whale. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to upset Mike. Uh, it's a bad movie. I think he does he does try to bring a lot of empathy to this man that the movie seems not at all interested in doing. Um, Daniel Kaluuya, nope. Uh, just insane at where he is in his career and how, uh, you know, uh, how uh, uh, different he can be in everything he does, you know. Um, Robert Pattinson, the Batman, maybe my favorite portrayal of Batman on screen. Because it was the uh, most recent one. No, I've watched a lot of them this year. Um, Adam Sandler, Hustle. Uh, I still got to watch. I don't Chris, think either of you have seen Hustle. Hustle's I still got to really watch good. it. By the way, Hull- Mike Chris is a is a Clooney guy. He watched that the most recently. I mean, he is a Clooney guy. He loves that one. Mm-hmm. I do like that movie. Uh, <laughs> See. I mean, it's not good, but I like the movie. Um, Adam Sandler and Hustle, yeah, it's a, it's really good, and uh, it's different than his other like dramatic roles. Whereas stuff like Uncut Gems or Punch Drunk Love, where he's still like using that like rage that like that he uses in his comedies, and he's yelling a lot and stuff. He's just like a soft spoken like down on his love. It's just it's a very different serious performance from him that you'd see in like, uh, uh, you know, like a set uh, like. Uh, I'm trying to think of a comparison of who you'd see do a performance like this, but uh, and I, I'm 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 being stumped at one. But anyway, uh, just very different from the rest of his in. things. I really wanted to um, try to fit it in before we recorded it, and I just didn't get to. But I'm interested. To yeah. See it. Um, my my best actor nominees: Austin Butler, Elvis; Tom Cruise, Top Gun Maverick; boom, boom. Colin Farrell, The Banshees of Inisherin; Gabriel LaBelle, The Fablemans; and Paul Mescal. After Sun. So before we get into it, I'll list mine. Austin Butler for Elvis. 
Gabriel mm-hmm. LaBelle for the Fablemans, Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Sharon. Hell yeah. Paul Meskel for Aftersun, and Diego Calva for Babylon. Nice. So I think we all had old Austin Butler. All had, we all Austin, had Butler. Austin Butler. All had Farrell. We all had Colin Farrell. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we all had. Oh no. You did and not have LaBelle. I did not have LaBelle. Yeah, no. Frank. Why no? Uh, why no? Gabriel LaBelle. I think he was good, but he's definitely overshadowed by Dano and and Michelle Williams and Judd Hirsch. Frank, if I were you, I wouldn't be talking shit on the grandson of Judo Gene LaBelle. <laughs> he's gonna lock you in a I submission. Not, I, You're gonna be screwed. Is he actually the I, grandson of Gene LaBelle? Yeah. That rules. I did not realize that. That's I awesome. Don't know. I take it back. He wins. <laughs> no, I made it up. I was joking. Yeah, the way he just said yeah, I it was your giveaway. <laughs> yeah, it's also not spelled the same. So Never you guys, not, you right? guys yeah. Mike. Yeah. You guys know that I loved Elvis. I saw yes. Elvis three times in theaters. <laughs> Bro. I watched it once or twice at home since. So I've seen Elvis four or five times. I loved Elvis. I thought Elvis was great. Um, Austin Butler's performance is like undeniable. You know, like that transformation yeah. is incredible. I think it's bullshit that people have gotten on him about doing the Elvis voice and now he's stopping. I think you should let him, you know, accept whatever <laughs> he wants in the Elvis voice. I think that's Dude, his thing now. Let, let that boy rock. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. that boy rock. He rule. He's so much cooler as truly, Elvis voice yeah. Austin Butler. Truly several times, truly several times watching that movie, I had to tell myself that I was not watching Elvis Presley on screen, that I was watching an actor portraying him. Disappeared in the role. An unbelievable performance. Also, think- shout out to Best Buy. I had it for... Uh, the, shout out the, to Best Buy. Shout out to Best Buy. Ultra HD, the Ultra HD 4K uh, was 14 bucks, while the regular Blu-ray was 19 bucks last time it was there. I got that 4K, baby. Hell yeah. Beautiful in 4K. I don't know if you've watched it yet, but it looks incredible. Um, I have not. Paul Meskel, Chris. I mm-hmm. think it's funny because I think this... I think like we're gonna look back, say in like twenty years or whatever, and be like, "Oh yeah, remember when he was nominated for that little After Sun movie?" Mm-hmm. Because I feel like he's—I mean, you've seen like he's attached well, to he's, being the next Gladiator. He's Gladiator Two. Yeah, uh, he's Gladiator. That's <laughs> like, what they're gonna call him in the movie. Is like hey, that. that's, that's Gladiator Two. Like somebody he's sees Gladiator him from behind. Yeah. Somebody sees it from behind and says, "Oh wait, is that Gladiator?" And they say, "No, no, 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 it's Gladiator 2. <laughs> that's Gladiator Two. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the trailers for Carmen. He's going to be in a, a film adaptation no. of Carmen uh, out in like a month or two. Looks great. Um, I feel like he's like just going to have a, a huge career. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Um, uh, he His portrayal of depression and detachment in this movie is something that uh, affected me on a very visceral level. Um, and especially just the, the themes of the movie, uh, his, his performance of, you know, a, a father wanting to be the best father that he can be to his daughter and failing at it um, and failing to hide his struggles uh, was something so, uh, yeah, devastating. Um uh, and it, 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 it really affected me in many ways. And I think it, it's a, a mix of the direction, the incredible screenplay, but also, um, of his performance, um, throughout it's, uh, 
it's it's really an understated, unbelievable piece of work that uh, really, really affected me deeply. What about the release when they let that man dance? Yeah, uh, the catharsis. That, that there, yeah. I mean, there's not a whole much else, uh, not a whole lot else to to say other than other than catharsis for it. Yeah, Frank, you had an honorable mention for Diego Calva, and I had him listed. Great performance from an unknown. Dude, so good. So, so good. I think the only reason he didn't make it is just because the the Brad Pitt, Jack Conrad character was such a perfect Brad Pitt character for me. Like I that, agree. Was, that that was the embodiment of like the Brad Pitt character actor trapped in a movie star body. Yeah, that's the it thing. Was like... too, it was too perfect. For me not to put that as my one, and I, I wasn't going to put both of them. It was like uh, the Brad because... shit. Well, Brad shit. The Brad Pitt shell. <laughs> it was, you know, so like, the, like the Brad Pitt shell, but with like the character actor, like like the Hoska Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? But like you had yep. the character actor like trying to get out, but like it was still in the package of Brad Pitt. Great performance. Yep. Um, yeah, Chris, so you really. I'm surprised that you weren't able to get to that to battle I, out of anything. Yeah, I know. It... A lot of it is the three-hour uh, runtime, and I, I just I could not find time this week. I didn't. I missed it when it was in theaters, because for I, I I don't know about you guys. By me, it, it was uh, it left theaters very quickly, so I really didn't get a chance to to catch it there. Um, I got lucky. Yeah. It was in my my little picture house, like after the fact. I saw it hmm. in like January. I saw it like opening week, so I I don't I didn't really pay attention to what the run was okay. like. Frank, you know that big honking trumpet? You know, like yeah. that main like that main theme that's been stuck in my head all day. I gotta listen to it. I, nice. I liked it a lot. Um, Did you see? Wanna... I'm a little Babylon. I loved. I'm a little disappointed in the the steel book that's going up. A little <sighs> am, little blah. I am too, but I'm still gonna get it. Yeah, no, no shit. Of course I'm going to get it. <laughs> of course. That's not the point. I'm, I could be disappointed in it and still buy it. Uh, Chris, you uh, want to bring in Best Director? Um, Did we say our winners? We oh, no, we winners, didn't. Bro. No. Uh, well, Frank, also quick. Oh, Do you want to talk Tom Cruise real quick in Top Gun? So, you know how Brad Pitt is a character actor stuck in a movie star's body? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, Tom Cruise is... The quintessential movie star. He's the king movie star. He's the greatest movie star of all time. It's I, like it's it's, it's almost one of the best at this point. It's it's a perfect like movie star performance. He's he's um, the goat. Yeah, he's the greatest yeah. of all time movie star. Like not at he's he's great actor, great actor. Yeah, it's that his dude best is work. a movie star first and foremost. It's his best work in for it's his best work since 1999 when he had Mag- Magnolia and Eyes Wide Shut. It's his best. It's his. It's his best year in so long. And he's he's all, it's also he's like, it's not only that, it's his best. Yeah. It's arguably his best because I still think The Last Mission Impossible might. Oh, sure, sure. Be a better movie movie, like better, better, like blockbuster uh-huh. movie. But like, and, he he's it's his best acting performance since like the 90s. Yeah. But then it's also his best blockbuster performance since that last Mission Impossible, which and it might get topped again by the next Mission Impossible, which is why the greatest of all time movie. The man keeps trying to kill himself on screen. He wants to make a million. He wants to make a two hundred million dollar snuff film. And he's he deserves all the accolades for it. He's the Mm -hmm. man. I love him. 
Even though he's a fucking piece of shit Scientologist asshole. He's <laughs> no, still but the that's but that's he's the, the thing, coolest is, dude ever. Still, I, I I don't know. You can say piece of shit. Like he's he's a lunatic Scientologist, but by all accounts, yeah. he's apparently a very 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 nice guy. And like, yeah. and and case in point is the Val Kilmer like thing, right? Yeah, is true. He apparently, uh, he apparently like kind of stuck his neck out, saying like, we've got to do something where Iceman is in it. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is. We'll figure it out. You you get Kilmer in it or I'm not doing it. You can't have a Top Gun movie without Val Kilmer. By the and, way, you want to talk about yeah. a, and, emotional and then moments? The, but yeah, that's the, when, the, when when Val stands up and then mm-hmm. actually talks. It's like, but it's it's not it's not him actually <laughs> talking, Frank. Oh, no, I don't care. It's still got no, me. it's it's but what it's what's better is because his if you if you I don't know if either of you saw the if I'm the only one that saw the Val documentary on Amazon. I haven't watched it yet. I um, it's very very good, but his he he sincerely just does not have a voice anymore. Mm. Um, it is his son who sounds oh, quite a bit cool. like him. Um, that's good. So that is who's doing the voiceover. But yeah, and then and then for Val to get second billing in the credits. Yeah. Which again is, yeah. seems to be a maybe a favor from Tom, judging by Tom sticking his neck out to get to get Val in in the thing, because Val has had a hard time getting work for quite a number of years since the since the surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, but he seems like a guy who really cares about the craft and loves what he does uh, and cares about the people around him, but also and happens also, to be in a, a very big part of an organization that is known for the disappearances of many, <laughs> many critics <laughs> and members who have left. He makes up for it by jumping out of planes and shit. Though, yeah, so yeah. We're good. Listen, yeah. Tom Cruise is A-OK in my book. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and then... Um, all right, Colin, the winners. Colin Farrell well, is... Yeah, we, we got to talk Colin Farrell before we get to the winners. The... Okay. the uh, the uh maybe you were never nice is uh, such a heartbreaking scene Mm -hmm. um and it's so much on his delivery of the lines as he's like sort of uh sort of realizing it as he's going through like maybe he was all always this way and maybe i just painted a picture of this guy um it's a movie about two guys who can't you know who can't uh voice their feelings which we we would never know anything about we all know that uh, that Austin Butler is going to win for Elvis. Uh, he's incredible. Uh, I think it's him or Fraser. I, I think it's him or Fraser. But God damn, do I wish Colin Farrell would win? Yeah, because he's yeah, incredible. But it, it seems like it seems like Farrell's dead, and it, uh, it it's really it's really a tough break. I'd love to see him get his first Oscar here. Do you know, you know what really put the first nomination, which is crazy. What really put the nail in the coffin for him was when he uh, publicly supported Blonde. When he said Blonde was good, that's where it really <laughs> ended the race for him. <laughs> yeah, just Here's watch thing... that fucking pile of shit. You, all right, Holy you know cow, what, you know what a bad what movie. Think, you, you know why I think Paul Rick works as a character? Because he's just a nice, dumb guy. Yeah. Just like Colin and that's the, I think that's... <laughs> he's I think just that's a part... nice, dumb guy who's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a movie, it's good. Why? What? What's the big deal, guys? Blonde yeah. is good. It's a good movie. Movies yeah. are good. I like movies. And him bopping around to uh to to what um 
why can't I remember people's names on the, when we do this thing? Uh, <laughs> Ariana DeBose singing of uh, people's names, uh, yeah, the clip of him bobbing like around. A, yeah, I like songs. <laughs> he's so he's, uh, the he's man. a big dumb goober. Um, Have you guys seen the actors on actors with him and Jamie Lee Curtis? No, I haven't watched that one yet. Oh, it's a must. That one, dude. That one. The sexual tension is insane. (laughs) Dude, the the actors on actors is tremendous, and then the the actors roundtable, the one with with him with Jeremy Pope and Sandler and yeah, yeah, that one's very good. Yeah, the the interactions between Colin Farrell and Adam Sandler, yeah, are true true highlights of that. But the whole thing is great. I love Sandler on those things. Sandler's oh, gonna. Sandler that's what, and it's and it's one of the reasons I included him on the honorable mention is like he keeps he keeps playing the game. He keep every you know you know he he did it with uncut gems and he's doing it again here. Is he's campaigning? He he wants the recognition or at least he's he, at least he's playing the game. And I think he's going to get the nomination at some point in the next couple of years. It's gonna happen. So who's our winner? Gonna go. Okay. Yeah, let's 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 move on. We'll we'll talk about Adam. Mike and I. I wonder if Mike and I have the same winner, or if you're just going Austin Butler. My winner is Paul Meskel after Sun. Mine's Butler. I have Butler also. He's just it's that movie. Literally anybody else in that movie, Mm -hmm. it's not a good movie. It's an incredible film though. Overall, that's the thing. Like for him to be, like for for you to easily say this about about him, Frank. Like above that field. I think shows mm-hmm. what a good performance it was. Mm. Yeah, dude. I listen. He's so good in that that he's beating two performances, Brad Pitt and Colin Farrell. Like two performances that, like, since I've watched the movie, have been stuck in ingrained in my mind. And I just watched Maverick, so like you know, I'm still I'm still hyped up. There's still jet engines in the back of my head, so you know that that that's in there not that tom cruise was gonna win but mm-hmm. it's still in there and he beat a batman coming well, from me do you know how crazy yeah, this is that's the thing fucking elvis <laughs> elvis beat batman well he knows karate uh also chris like i said like we've got to move on we got to get to directors but chris uh just because you and i both nominated him gabriel labelle he's a star um Incredible. and I'll, it's it's been said a lot like uh, Spielberg has really struggled with the like finding a young male star for his movies recently. Um, Ansel Elgort flops in West Side Story. He's bad in that. Um, and uh, the what the hell's the other one? Ready Player One. Uh, I cannot remember the actor's name, but bad. Um, and I think maybe there's something before that. Oh, Warhorse. I don't even remember who the lead is, but you know, it's, it's just a horse. nothing you'd re- it's nothing you'd remember. Um, of and one more. of the big things has been like he's not been able to find that young male star or young male lead for his movies, and he finally found it in in Gabriel Labelle. Uh, the kid's a superstar. He is the the, the, the his best scene is, uh, you know, the scene in the hallway after he screens his movie at at prom, um, and he has the conversation with the big you know Aryan bully. Uh, it, it's 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 you know he voices what spielberg is i guess trying to express very well in that like 
I don't know why you shoot what you shoot. You just know it's going to look good on screen. You know it looks good on screen. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why I did it. I, I'm fucked in the head. I don't know. Um, but it's uh, the kid's spectacular. I do. I did like that performance a lot. I'm surprised. I think it's more because I limited myself to just one honorable mention that he didn't get an honorable mention. Um, I can't believe. Just to backtrack for a second. I can't believe none of us shouted out David Lynch's John Ford for best supporting actor. <laughs> what what an oversight. A big I, thing uh, as of late has been Jewel and I doing um, David Lynch impressions around our house. Uh, because we watched uh, that David Lynch, the art life documentary where he just reveals some crazy shit about his young life. Um, so we will just, you know, yell from, you know, the kitchen downstairs to my office upstairs about, uh, a woman walking up to David Lynch out of the darkness crying and her, her nipples were sore, which is a story that he recounts in this documentary. <laughs> uh, and we just will yell uh, throughout the home and usually in the mornings when getting ready for work, just doing David Lynch impressions. Dude, I, I can't believe we missed that. I'm so mad. <laughs> Like, shout well, out Judd Hirsch, but shout yeah. out David Lynch. <laughs> what do you see in that painting? No, 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 no. Where's the horizon? You, your David Lynch kind of sounds like Jimmy Stewart. Like, you should maybe explore having a Jimmy Stewart. What do you want, the moon? <laughs> I'll, I'll put a lasso around it and bring it down. Not bad. Also not bad is uh, your best director's. My best directors. I've got four honorable mentions. Uh, the probable winners at the Oscars are my honorable mention, the Daniels, for everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, the movie doesn't work without their vision, but fuck it. It's my ballot. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Jordan Peele, nope. And Matt Reeves, the Batman. My best director nominees. Todd Field, Tar. Joseph Kaczynski. Top Gun Maverick. He put fucking cameras in jet planes. Baz Luhrmann, Elvis. Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans. And Charlotte Wells, After Sun. Man, Kaczynski is good. And he, like, yes, he put uh, cameras in jet planes. And, like, that's impressive. But, like, he also put cameras inside of a video game when he did Tron Legacy. And no one talked about that the way they're talking about this. And I think it's bullshit. Frank, who are your best directors? Best directors, I have my boy, Martin McDonough. My boy since In Bruges, baby. Mm. Banshees of Inna Sharon. Matt Reeves for The Batman. The Daniels for Everything Everywhere. Uh, Spielberg for The Fablemans. And I think this might I might be the only one to have him. But shout out to our boy, Robert Eggers, for The Northman. Mm-hmm. I love The Northman. The Northman was awesome. Uh, honorable mention to... Our boy GDT and Mark Gustafson for Pinocchio, baby. So mine here, I think uh, it's insane. How many I'm... times do you put Judd Apatow for the bubble in there, Mike? Four. Okay. I think it's insane that I'm the one person here who didn't have Guillermo. That's crazy to me. So I mine... literally, I literally had him as my honorable mention before. I said he's at least my honorable mention because I can't do that to Mike. I literally and have a framed. I have a framed photo of him above my computer that I just held up to the camera while Chris was talking. <laughs> yet I didn't. I don't have him here. Mine also. Are... Chris is the only one that didn't salute the picture. I'm yeah. just saying. I'll oh, I, I know. Oh, I know. 
so mine are <laughs> Steve Spielberg for The Fablemans, Charlotte Wells for After Sun, Todd Field for Tar, James Cameron for Avatar The Way of Water, <laughs> and S.S. Rajamouli for RRR. Ooh. I almost watched RRR last night, and then I <laughs> Frank, you would love it. I'm sure I would, but isn't that shit like three hours and also... It's like, three it's hours long. It has all the subtitles? Yes, but you I, would I love can't, it. I can't stay awake and read for that long. What, break it up. Break, break it up into halves, like like you kids do with like your Netflix shows. First of all, who are you talking about? Is Chris about? on the watch. floor? No, my, my computer cord came unplugged. Chris laid oh, on the floor while talking about RRR. I haven't seen RRR, so I didn't. Chris, talk the about two it R's are not for rest and relaxation. You got to get up and keep recording. <laughs> so where do we overlap? What uh, what what are we what all are we had all... Spielberg, right? Frank, yeah, did you I not mean... have Spielberg? I have Spielberg. Okay, sir. Uh, I have Daniels as an honorable mention, not in my ballot. I have no. Daniels. I have them in my. I have them uh, in my ballot. F- Mike, you and I have Field, and Frank, did you not have Todd Field? I don't have Todd Field. So no. our only overlap is Spielberg. For, uh, Mike, you did not have Baz Luhrmann? I didn't have Baz. I'm the Baz, only Baz it, guy? The, I, I, love, I love that Australian freak, but like it, it's, did, a, it's a, a heavy field. You know, like there's a lot did of either, Yeah. Did either of you have McDonough? No, and that was no. a tough one for me, it's too. It's probably an oversight. It may, I probably could have made my honorable mention because everybody's making <laughs> my honorable mentions. I mean. Um, but yeah. All right. Who you got? My winner is Little Stevie. Yep. You um, know how I gushed yeah. about how I gushed about Tom Cruise being the goat movie star? Mm-hmm. Is that Spielberg for directors? Like it might we all be, know yeah. we all mm-hmm. know we all know I'm a Marty guy. Marty's my favorite. It, it so it's like it's like it's like bands. With the punches is my favorite band, but Led Zeppelin's probably the best band ever. Yeah. Marty's my favorite director, but Spielberg might be the guy, might be the goat. I, I think it's a closer than with the punches and Led Zeppelin. But the th- yeah, the thing is, Spielberg maybe can it wasn't do... the best example. <laughs> no, I know, I get what you're saying. Spielberg can do everything. Mm-hmm. He can do everything, and uh, yeah, that that's one of the words I was looking for to describe Daniel Kaluuya was versatility and also diversity. I don't know why I couldn't think of it. I'm an English teacher. I need to get my brain checked. Um, but um, <laughs> words yeah, hard, I, yeah, very hard. Uh, Spielberg, like especially in the scenes where he's literally filming. The I think it's so cool that he films like the stuff that he used to film as a kid on the cameras that he would have used as a kid. When you see if you've ever stuck with the credits till the end, which I did because I was gushing about it to Maria after we watched it at home, was it says that it's filmed on Super 8, 16 millimeters, 32 millimeters. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, he used all the cameras and all the films that he used in the in the 60s and stuff uh, as a you know 15 year old kid making movies with his friends. Um, and the way that he shoots all those, you know, what are supposed to be home videos, uh, you know, or like, you know, student film, whatever, uh, he's, it's so good. And one of them is the, the train recreating the train scene from the greatest show on earth Mm -hmm. is, uh, like, it's so, it's so 
goddamn good and effective. Um, it's my number one movie of the year. I loved it. It's I I spoiler. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, I I I. Uh, at a difficult time, I recently re- I recently uh, began therapy for the first time in twelve years, and the the day that I was beginning therapy, I went and saw it alone at like a twelve p.m. showing. I cried three separate times, surrounded by uh, like fifteen eighty year old women, two of whom were right behind me just kept talking throughout to the point that one made a comment when uh, when uh, little Sammy Fableman is in gym class at his new school. And you see the gym teacher, and one of the women says, "Who is that?" And the other, her friend goes, "It's Tom Hanks." It's not Tom Hanks. It's just some fucking guy. Well, I mean, Chris, you know, like you, yeah. you share, you share this incredible nice, movie. Yeah, this nice experience that you had of, um, you know, during a troubled time, seeing it alone and everything. Um, similarly. Uh, this afternoon at three ten p.m., my dad went and saw Cocaine Bear alone. <laughs> <laughs> so we're two peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. It, it's similar trajectory because Pazuz is about to check into. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even finish the sentence. <laughs> Sorry, Pazuz. Sorry, pal. What are you going to say? He's Man. checking into rehab. Like what were you going to say? <laughs> It was a cheap joke, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, I know we didn't really spend a lot of time on this field. Um, uh, Tar, I don't think, works without Todd Field's direction. Yeah, speaking uh, of and fields. not only that, but his and not only that, but his oh. script. Uh, Charlotte Wells, uh, her first picture is After Sun, and it's you know uh, one of the best debuts in uh, uh, you know damn, recent I memory. Go watch After Sun. Um, uh, yeah, we've talked about the others, uh, and it, like I said, it's an honorable mention. But Jordan Peele, his take on the you know the summer blockbuster, I think Nope is so fucking good. I um, still have to see yeah. Nope. I can't believe I haven't watched it yet. I'm shocked you haven't seen Nope, Frank. I know. Look at all my nominees. You would think yeah. Nope would slide right in there. Yeah. I like movies, boys. <laughs> all right. Well, oh, lastly, are we ready to go to picture? Yeah. Lastly, here we've got best picture, which I assume. We're all going to mostly overlap on, except I know Frank will probably have like some weird stuff like the Batman. Um, so mine, yes, you're nodding your head, yes. So mine <laughs> are Everything Everywhere All at Once, Elvis, Top Gun Maverick, Tar, The Fablemans, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, After Sun, Avatar The Way of Water, Babylon, and The Banshees of Inisherin. Hmm. Mike, we have literally eight overlapping. Oh wow! <laughs> so, rules. so just not Tar and After Sun. Those are the only two. No, After Sun and um, I forget, but it's one more. We'll... Oh, Avatar! Avatar! Mm. I didn't see Avatar yet. You mm. didn't see it's. It's back you didn't in see Avatar. This weekend. I know. I know. I saw Frank. Gotta, Avatar is one of the on best. One of the best. Th- you got to see it if you can do it in the high frame rate uh, laser. You're off uh, all weekend. Laser IMAX, one of the one of the best like theater going experiences I've had. Nice, Frank. What's your field? All right, honorable mention: Jackass Forever, baby. Yeah, fuck yeah. How could we not love the Jackass? All right, my best picture nominees in alphabetical order are Babylon, The Banshees of Inisherin, The Batman, Elvis, 
Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, The Northmen. That was the one of the different ones. Shout out The Northmen. I loved it so much. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which I just put as Pinocchio, which is why it's fucking up the ABC order. Mm-hmm. Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Bam. That's it. Okay. Tar did make, again, Tar is a very good movie. I think it is worthy of a Best Picture nomination. Mm-hmm. It's just not my thing. My honorable mention, I've got two. Uh, the Batman which is a very tough cut for me. Um, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio just missed as well. After Sun, or this is, these are the actual nominations. After Sun, Avatar, The Way of Watar, The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fable Men's, The Men New, Nope, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick. So a lot of overlap because we also uh, we also overlapped a lot on the Academy. Uh, I think the Academy got it did a very good job on the Best Picture nominees this mm-hmm. year. They did pretty uh, good. Uh, very good choices. Yeah. All right, boys. So we've kind of we've kind of talked about all of these a lot so far. Yeah. I mean, let, let's see. we talked about Elvis. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just going off of my list. Mm-hmm. Talked about Elvis. We talked about Top Gun. We talked about yes. Tar. After Sun, Avatar we just talked about, Banshees, Babylon. The only few things here on my list that we haven't really spoken about much are Pinocchio and everything everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, let's start with Pinocchio. Stop motion. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Check. Amazing. It's, it, it's still stop motion. They've been doing it for however long they've been doing it. And it's still mind-blowing every single time I watch it. And just with the advancement in technology and cameras and stuff, it just gets even better. It is stupid how good stop-motion is now. Stupid. And so, then you add well, just, Guillermo just Frank, del Toro. Just, just while you're talking about the craftsmanship of the stop-motion, uh, I mean, first of all, I could go on for hours about this. But while yes. you talk about the craftsmanship of it, Chris, did you watch the half-hour-long making of documentary no, I, on netflix i didn't know there was one on netflix have i'll have to check it out you yeah have to. yes chris it, if we did a best documentary it would have been my <laughs> winner for best documentary <laughs> well it would have been documentary short short subject frank come on uh, we would have done one category fraud. Thing. stop we would have done one thing what are we the academy here so are you saying frank you're saying next up guillermo but, so you add stop motion on top of it then you add just a guy with vision. Yeah. Like Guillermo. In that playing in that world, playing in that toy box. And it's like this is a match made in heaven. Why has he not done more of this? Why is he doing more of this? It's because it was fucking awesome and he's gonna do another one. Let's go. I look, I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say everything that I could say about Pinocchio because you guys know that like it could legitimately go for a very long time. We'll um, we'll save it for the Patreon. Yeah, right. It'll just be me rambling about Pinocchio <laughs> for a forty five minute straight. But, With occasional yawns from Chris and me going, mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh I saw Pinocchio maybe two weeks or so before it was released on Netflix. I saw it at uh MoMA, uh thirty five millimeter print. 
with a conversation with Guillermo afterwards. And it was like a hugely important experience for me. Uh, This film that really, I I was really taken by um, that. Like I really adore for a lot of different reasons. Um, This director, who's one of my favorites, who I, you know, I I said it on our first episode that we did a couple weeks ago, um, just resonates so, so heavily with me. So to have that experience for it, for like this incredible uh, film, in, in this incredible incredible medium because animation is a medium not a genre uh it just it was such a treat i think it's an incredible film uh, mm-hmm. i think it pretty clearly is going to win best uh, animated feature oh, i don't think i don't think, think it's in boots is winning yeah um i still have to watch Puss in boots by the way i heard it's great but like great I, animation I but i didn't love it yeah i heard the yeah. the villain is like awesome yeah um, not as awesome as Mussolini in Pinocchio, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, you know, cause you said, let's talk about it for a minute. So I just wanted to say, I just love it. And like, in my heart, this would maybe be number one or best picture or whatever, but like, of course it's not, but you know what I mean? Just incredible. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. It's, it's very strange to see a, uh, tender, uh, a tender loving, like father son story, shrouded in the veil of fascism uh through the magic of stop motion um and it it fully works and it's all because of guillermo uh his love of what he does and his passion for film um and uh pinocchio is not a story that i really have ever liked like when i was a kid watching disney like cartoons and stuff uh or the disney animated movies um Pinocchio was never one I I went to. Yeah, Pinocchio (laughs) was never one I went to or went back to all that much. Um, Well, you should now. Yeah, we should give it another go. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Robert Zemeckis kind of killed it for me. Um, (laughs) Buried it through the dirt on top, six feet under. Uh, And uh, yeah, I mean Guillermo is just he's a magician. Uh, and, uh, there's a story from, uh, from David Sims of the blank check podcast who had dinner with him to interview him. Uh, and at the dinner, apparently Guillermo picked up his bowl of soup with one hand and slurped it up. Just drank it. Can you picture it? Cause I can. My hero. True hero. And then that leaves uh, uh, everything everywhere, yeah. which is is pretty yes. clearly uh, going to be wing best picture. Per, yeah, um, it seems like at, it's at this point it will have yeah. one uh, at the time that anybody's hearing this. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think? Like, what what do you think of the idea that this is steamrolling through everything and is is the front runner for so many awards and very clearly seems to be winning best picture? I'd I'd like to uh, Frank. Why don't you start it off? Uh, so. Hear me out. Right now, having viewed each of these once, Mm. everything, everywhere, all at once, is my best picture winner, personally. But I think if I watch everything, everywhere, all at once again, and watch the Fablemans again, the Fablemans would have overtaken it. But as we currently stand... Everything Everywhere All at Once is my best picture. I loved everything about the movie. I loved the 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 meta humor. I loved I get that it's very old adult swimmy humor and like it has some of that goofy shit. 
I think it worked in the context of the movie when it was when when certain things happened. That said, like I didn't need forty five minutes of hot dog fingers. Rakakuni was the bomb. Go fuck yourself if you don't like Rakakuni. I'm telling you right now, that shit was hilarious. Hot dog fingers was a lot. Rakakuni, give me like twelve more scenes of Rakakuni. Um Were you the one that I think- bit on the prop? That went for like eighty thousand dollars <laughs> in the A twenty four auction. Yes, I, my bid was for seventeen dollars and forty two cents, and I was immediately <laughs> ejected from the room. <laughs> they were not pleased with me, but anyways, um, dude, I I I loved it. I loved it. the The performances I think were great. Obviously, the three main performances all made my. The the three actual main performances all made my list. Shouts out Jamie Lee Curtis because she was awesome mm-hmm. in it for what she was in in it. She was awesome. I don't think it's a best supporting actress nomination, but I guess I what do I know? I'm not in the academy. Um, yeah, I just the 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 rock scene, like the rock scene got me. The the just there's so much. There's so much about the, the problem with this movie is there is a lot going on, so it's hard to go through everything mm-hmm. that's going on. Mm-hmm. But all yeah, at once, I, listen. I like multiverse stuff. You guys know I'm I'm the Marvel guy. Like I like mm-hmm. the multiverse. I, I like this shit. I think it's a great weird movie. I think mm-hmm. it's great that it's getting so much love and recognition. You know, as, as this unique, bizarre thing. Yeah, I'm a big fan this, of it. This phenomenon. I'm a big fan of it. Um. I think it's absolutely crazy that it's blowing some of these other movies out of the water. It's insane. It's insane. It should be Frankie's best picture, not the Academy's best picture. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I saw it late. I saw it maybe in like October or November, I, I think. I, I can't remember. Um, but part of it is like, you know, I, I felt for me at least it was a victim of, uh, you know, Everybody said like, "Oh, go in blind, you know. Don't uh, don't read anything about it forever." And then it was such this this huge phenomenon for like seven months. By the time I saw it, and when I saw it, I was at first I was kind of just like, oh, "Okay, yeah, it's it's really good. It's really good. I'm not blown away by it." And I was very uh, I, I had a tough time climbing over, like you said, Frank, that like 2012 Adult Swim humor. Um, with the hot dog fingers and you know one like, rakakuni scene could have been i thought was funny and then when they kept doing it you know whatever well, three four times it's it's a bit much can um, i can i give a little bit of context yeah. by the way you're talking sure. to somebody that used to hang out with people that would put on too many cooks 43 oh. times in a row yeah yeah and i like almost had a nervous breakdown by the third time and then you got to the point where it was on just so much that it, it is now it's broken my brain. Like right. I am the way I am because of those too many cook sessions. Mm-hmm. So yes, that that's why I think it works better for me than it does for some other people. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a good movie and Mike, Mike touched on it very well of it's, it's this, you know, really weird, really great, uh, movie. And it's got a lot of, you know, a, a relatable, uh, it's a relatable story in terms of a, a, uh, you know, tough 
uh, sort of detached, you know, mother daughter relationship that people can relate to, I'm sure, um, as well as as a as a gay text. Um, but yeah, I I, um, I it didn't hit me the way that I was hoping it would hit me due to how hyped it was. Um, mm. And yeah, like Mike said, the fact that it is steamrolling stuff like the Fablemans, the Banshees of Inisherin, uh, Tar. Uh, Elvis, I think, is just crazy. Um, there, it, it's. I just looked on my list. It is my ninth film of the year. Uh, yeah. So, I just for me, I, I you know, yeah, just for me, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't have it that high in that high regard. It clearly makes the best picture lineup because it is, it is very, very good, and I think you know, it, it is respectable just by the sheer scope of what they're doing. It's very impressive. Um, but yeah, I don't, it's not a movie I love. Mike, where are you at? Uh, I kind of said where I was at and that's what like Chris and Dave's thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but... so what is you, what is your winner, Mike? Oh, brother. <laughs> Frank, can you pick Pinocchio so I could pick something else? <laughs> no, fortunately, Pinocchio hits middle of the pack for me. Uh, man, um, you know, the whole time going into it, I've been like, it's Banshees. Banshees is my number one. Banshees mm. is my winner. Uh, and then after we talked more throughout this recording, uh, I think I've got to say it's Fablemans. So basically, we all too. we all have kind of said like, I just need the rewatch to to kind of confirm it, but it's the fucking Fablemans. <laughs> Fablemans yeah. is his best movie in so long. Um, it's an incredible it's it's a masterpiece. It's an incredible picture. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, a lot of people are like, I don't really want to see Steven Spielberg's movie about his love for film. Fuck you. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. It's Steven Spielberg talking, fucking recreating the man who shot Liberty Valance at times. Go fuck yourself. It rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah. fellas excited? You excited for the Oscars? No. Very. Yeah. Okay, wait. Hold on. Caveat. No, I don't give a shit about the Oscars. But you know what I'm excited for? What? I get to see you boys. Yeah, it's going to be a real treat. I could give a fuck about the Oscars. Who gives a shit? But I get to see you I love pals. the Oscars. I, I love them too. Great great bunch of presenters so far. Mm-hmm. David Burns going to perform. Listen, you know when the Oscars peaked? When I was the only one of my friends that gave a fuck about Parasite, and Parasite somehow won. That's when I gave mm-hmm. a shit about the Oscars. Yeah. And that, yeah. that it peaked... It topped off. I was like, "Parasite rules. This is great. Mm-hmm. They did mm-hmm. it. I'm done. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about them anymore because they're gonna come back and <laughs> have Green Book win again next year, and I'm gonna fucking want to kill myself." Well, they're gonna have your everything everywhere win this year, so you should be happy, Frank. But see, that's the thing. It worked for Parasite. They're not getting me again. <laughs> I lost my earphone. Um, well, you know, yeah. before. Uh... Before, what are you saying, Chris? Are you saying yes? You're excited? Yeah, just yeah, I'm very excited, uh, and I'm excited for John Travolta to get somebody's name wrong. 
Oh, I imagine Travolta. I I imagine he's doing the um in memoriam because of Olivia Newton John and Kirstie Alley mm. passing away this year. But uh, no, I'd Lenny also Kravitz very is much doing the in memoriam. Oh, Lenny Kravitz is doing the in memoriam. Mm-hmm. Oh, so then I wonder what John Travolta's doing. I mean, mm. hopefully something with the Banshees of Inner Sharon name, so he can fuck that shit up. Right, right. Because <laughs> I mean, as somebody that has it each character name phonetically next to it because I was like, I'm going to screw this up because I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, and yeah, fucked maybe, up Stephanie maybe Sue's name before. Maybe he's just introducing like Isn't one of that? the Best Picture nominees. Yeah. He's like, and, uh, f- you know, from from uh, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, his uh, new picture, The Banshee of In the Shitter. <laughs> So before we head out, I just wanted to ask you guys if you saw that clip going around Twitter from the cold open video package of 2005's ceremony uh, that closed with Shrek playing hacky sack with Charlie Chaplin while Eminem's Lose Yourself plays in the background. No. No. I thought you were going to talk about the the video. What the fuck did you just say? I thought you were going to talk about the video of one of those Sprouse twins smoking a cigarette and looking real lame. You thought I was going to ask you if you saw a video of the Sprouse twins? Yeah, it's one of them doing an interview where he's smoking a cigarette indoors and he looks like a real tool. But why would I ask you about that right now? Because you, when you said cold open, I thought it was going to be Cole Sprouse. And also, as you, as if you haven't been texting us the last two weeks about what's going on on fucking uh, on, on Archie. I'm sorry, on what? What was that? On what? What is, <laughs> what is the show, Frank? No, what no, don't tell him, Frank. Let, let him take himself him. out of Riverdale, Riverdale, Riverdale. Riverdale. By the way, you know, we, we're we going to have to start a Patreon that nobody's going to subscribe to just so we can do Riverdale talk, right? We're going to have to. Mike is, like, as insane as I've ever seen him nodding into the camera. I'm watching the video right now of Shrek playing hacky sack with Charlie Chaplin. How'd you find it? Shrek, Mike sent it to you. Shrek, Shrek, Shrek. Mike oh, sent okay. it to us, Frank. <laughs> Shrek, Shrek, Shrek. <laughs> All right, good. We'll have some nice dead air to, to close out. Oh the my show. god, that's incredible. I'm, I'm mesmerized. I didn't even hear "Lose Yourself." I have it muted still because we're recording, but yeah, I have it muted as well. Incredible. I'm not playing "Lose Yourself" over it. Imagine we get fucking demonetized from the number one who make those eight cents alright guys well this has been fun I think we're all looking forward to the Oscars but at this point they will have already happened so uh, I hope we I hope future us enjoys them I hope yeah anybody that listens enjoyed them and enjoyed this and Frank where can people find us you can find us at FeetPresPod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, give us a follow. We post a lot on the Instagram, not so much on the Twitter. Mike's pretty good at it. I'm, I'm trying, man. I'm trying to get better. At least I do the editing, so now you're not doing everything, pal. Notice someone is silent. What? Sorry, I was exactly. looking at, I was Chris, I was still watching I was still watching up. the th- I was still watching the Shrek and Charlie Chaplin. Oh, um, was, damn it, great... I thought there I thought there was a cricket noise on the 
on the soundboard automatically. <laughs> Remind me to put that on. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, uh, very much looking forward to the Oscars. Uh, I and uh, you know it already happened. I can't believe Shia LaBeouf punched Jack Nicholson in the stomach. And then what a just moment! Chili dropped out of his pockets. Right, his homemade chili. Jack Nicholson for sure makes a good chili. Oh, you don't know that right. story? It was it was an onion thing. It's not real. Yeah, but it's still funny. It's very funny. Frank, you've never seen the picture from The Onion of no. Jack Nicholson with a Tupperware of homemade chili spilling on the court at the Lakers game. 